Okay, okay, okay. Welcome to another Keith It Real podcast with Keith Pedro. I am your host, Jerry Krause. And today is a very special episode. We got episode five here. Uh, we got my second guest ever on the podcast, my man Will Power, entrepreneur, entertainer. What to do, Will? Say what's good. Yo, yo, what's good? What's good, podcast world? It's Will Power. I'm here with my man Keith. We're going to talk some basketball. We're going to talk some Jordan. We're just going to have a fun time. And that's what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about this fucking last dance. The fucking last. So we got blunt in hands. We got ready. We're ready to smoke. We're ready to drink. This is going to be a podcast episode for the ages because we're going to talk about the man of the ages, the all-time debate, the last dance. Is he... Because And the reason why... Okay, I want to bring up the reason why I brought my man Will Power here. Uh, we were... Uh, greenlit to do something for somebody, uh, and it had a, a sports-related issue, and it was going to be some dope content that you were going to see, and obviously because of co-head, co-co-head, because of co-head, because of COVID, uh, that is put on the burner, but um, we're going to give you all a little quick taste of the two personalities you're about to see for that project, but this was something that we were going to do, talk about basketball, and that's what we're going to do, so this is the reason why I brought my man Will here, because he's got a good knowledge of basketball, he's a, he's a entrepreneur, fucking funny-ass comedian. We used to do comedy back at uh, Humber, do the amateur night together, and this guy just just said, fuck the stage, he did everything else now, he's doing his own thing, and he's just straight killing it on the internet level, and that's why we met, got my man Will. So thanks for coming. No problem. How you been? How's the quarantine? Man, quarantine, quarantine's been something else. Uh, I think it's really let me take a step back, look at myself, look at what we're trying to do in this world, how we're trying to, you know, navigate through this crazy world when something so tragic just happens to so many people at once. It really makes you think about your own life and and, and your loved ones as well. So with that said, I'm just trying to be a useful facet of any type of industry I can right now. You know, I'm trying to expand my horizons, I guess you could say. You know, and right now we're in a, we're in some some dark times. I, I think about my parents so much. Should I go visit them? Should I be around them? And uh, you know, trying to social distance as best you can. Follow the arrows here. Go there. Don't go here. Wait in line here. I mean, I can't wait. I can't. I can't keep waiting. I already wait for red lights. I already wait for stuff. And now you're telling me I have to wait in the line to get my food. Like I got things to do. Uh, yeah, man. Like everybody hates waiting. I fucking I hate waiting. Um. But shout out to my girl. She does work at a hospital. Of course, I'm a Filipino. I married a Filipino girl, and she works at a hospital. But she's not a nurse. Don't think of that. But she has the tag, so when she goes up, we do it like stone cutter style. We show the tag. We bypass the line. Next thing you know, so your girl's Filipino, <clears throat> and she works at a hospital, but she's not a nurse. No, she's not a nurse. She works at Cam H, so if you don't know, that's a, an addiction hospital. So she uh, she actually helps people out, does some shit, uh, does her right. thing. Uh, it's important in these times as well, you know, being 
cooped up with you know certain people where you usually have your space from that person and I think you're getting to know a lot of people when you have to be around them for a lot more hours of the day and your children are home. Yeah, it's nuts, man. I feel bad for that dude that has so many side hoes and now he's quarantined with his girl and like he's getting all these random text messages from Domino's, Amazon, fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? Pizza, pizza, exactly. you know what I mean? Popeye's chicken. This girl's like, why does Popeye's keep e- texting you at 4 a.m.? What is, this, what is this sloppy mail? Like, what is, <laughs> why, is, why are you wearing sloppy mails? Yeah, it's 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 nuts, bro. It is. But um, the court. The, here's the thing about the quarantine too, man. Like I'm walking outside your building. I came out here. Shout out. By the way, this man's my neighbor, so don't think I'm out here fucking traveling from quarantine. It's not that serious. It's not that serious. I, he was a hop, skipping a jump away. So I, I walked over to his building, and there's fucking there's fucking construction. Here's the thing about the quarantine, man. Mm-hmm. You had 90 days to do your job. Why the fuck is there still construction? When this thing is over, when I come out, there better be no potholes. There better be like, you know what I'm saying? You had 90 days to finish your road work or your construction or your building with no interruptions. How is there traffic still on the road, bro? Right? Yeah, it, there's congestion still. There's there's everything going on. I'm seeing girls in, 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 in booty. Like, I seen, she looked naked. Okay, no, I, I mean, it took it threw me off. It threw me off just because we're in quarantine. I come out on one of the nicest days of quarantine. I see this group of girls. They're walking a you know canoe landing park. They're walking up that ramp. And I don't know where she's she's going to maybe suntan on the canoe, the red canoe. I don't know, so people could see her over the gardener. But the girl had like an ass out. I'm like, yo, it's the first day out of quarantine, girl. Like, chill. The thirst is real. The- she's like, I've been fucking. Yeah. But think about that girl, though. She must have been using so much of her vibrator that she was just so horny that she came out just yeah. thirsty. She probably doesn't even have a working remote because all the batteries in her house are done. Trust <laughs> you me. know what I'm saying? It's, 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 you know, and it's getting to the level where we just need to, we do need to come out of the house. I, I think that's, I think sunlight, vitamin D, you know, some other type of D. It's going to do a yeah. lot of good. <laughs> Anything for these girls. that starts with a D. Get them D. off TikTok, you know what I mean? Because they're, they're, they're out there. They're, some of these fathers do not know what's going on down the hall. Exactly. And it's a problem. It's actually a problem. And I just want our, our beautiful young ladies to have a little bit more respect for themselves. Because for a long time, I think that it was Hugh Hefner that yeah. we thought was the bad man. But I think. We just gave you a phone and you kind of exposed yourself. Yes, exactly. And I think that, uh, and let's be honest, ladies, uh, the tussie slide, that shit's not that serious. There's no point. You you can do that fully clothed. There's no reason to be half naked dancing with that song. What are you doing? Please. But that is, uh, but let's talk about, we, we, we came to talk about basketball, but let's talk about something else real quick. Um, Charlemagne was shitting on Drake about that track. Did you see that? How, how he was shitting on um, Drake for doing it and says it was a cheap move. Um, what do you think about that comment? I know because you're a hip-hop head, too. That's why I like yeah. This yeah. Is why I like hanging out with you. We can talk about anything. We can talk about just about anything. We can talk about sports. We can talk about hip-hop. We can talk about girls. We can talk about the world. So uh, my, my opinion on that is it was just ill-timed. Maybe even not even the song, but the video for sure. And, you know, I've been out there, been to... to like I have a friend that lives about six doors down from from Drake's new place, and listen, 
congratulations. I heard it's like a hundred million dollar place or whatever it is. It's it's beautiful. It's a museum. But like to drop that at the time with the quarantine, people losing their jobs, people at some of the lowest points in their life. Maybe it was ill time. Maybe it was just in bad, poor OVO judgment. I don't know. Uh, you know what? I'm 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 either way with it. I I think as an artist, as a as a rap artist, as being the the hottest artist in the game, um, you could have dropped something better to entertain the masses. But I felt like because it was such a ill time, you did find a way to keep kids busy. So as a dad mm. of a teenager, thank you for keeping my kids busy. Yes. <laughs> so yes. it was, it's like a hit or miss. He, he did like a service for people, but it was like, you know, I mean, like you might as well. At that point, you should have just did the song with Pitbull. You know what I mean? You had Mr. 305 in there. Like, like It was that type of track. So let me you ask know? you something. So do your kids know, like, because our stuff... We were like Macarena, like we knew that that was like easy, you know. You knock that Macarena out yeah, while yeah. you're eating a hot pocket, no problem. Yeah. But I'm saying like, do your there's so many different things. Do your kids know all the tick tock, the elbow here dances. Is it like a my, my my son's 14, mm-hmm. so he's more he's more into it. Um, he's more into my daughter knows the dances. She's 17, so she's uh she knows the dance. She knows of the dances, but my daughter is on some like woke uh. I ain't on some ratchet shit. Like, you ever yeah. watch Black as Fuck? You ever watch that show? Like, yeah. she's like the daughter. She's the daughter. That's making a documentary. I, she's well, like, I listened to her track. Shout out to, to her and her track. Because that was... You like it? It was a banger. Like, I had it on my headphones. You know what I mean? You, <laughs> get, you just lay on the couch and it's, get lost. It's a smooth It's a smooth it's, one. It's, it's a, a, it's a, it's a LSD track. track. I, I'm, a, I'm a music producer myself. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, that's that's real. That's real. No, thank you. It was it was yeah. So shout out to Layla. It's check out her track on Spotify. Um, she yeah she and what was proud of ours as a dad. Like I'm glad she didn't drop no booty music. Like, she's 17. You know what I mean? You'd think it would be like some. She did some like slow ass alternative song. Fucking remind uh, me of remind me of my favorite producer of all time, Jay Dilla. That's what yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. It was like a smooth like it was something Jay Dilla would definitely would have sampled. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It was definitely and, and, rest and, and, and yeah, recipes Jay Della. Um, what do you say? He's the greatest producer of all time. He's my a, greatest producer of all time. So he's which, your goat. Which would be arguable. Arguable, people would argue, but he's yeah, he's my goat. Um, would you watch a, a documentary of Jay Della? Like, what is the what is the the last dance equivalent to hip hop producer? Like who, who documentary well, the thing would you about watch? Jay Dilla is he was a recluse. He lived in his mom's basement. He he built his a uh, whole studio down there. So there's no footage of him, unfortunately. Yeah. But if My, there was, would you watch? There it? was. I would definitely watch it. But I'm really interested in actually Timbaland because Timbaland is just uh, just a different mind. Like he was the first guy to really just put his voice in as the bass line or it's like okay yeah, this guy yeah. is he's thinking differently than everybody else. i like you know tim 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 Bowman. you knew he was something special because he was fucking with everything well when he turned nelly Furtado into this portuguese girl from bc or saint Clair, yeah whatever you know into like the next day she was doing promiscuous girl you're turning me and she was like I'm yo like, and justin timberlake was on that you had Justin Timberlake on that track yeah, on the remix, right, or something like that. Turned her out, like that was that was a big. Time but that's what Toronto. I mean, like like there was like DJ Premier to me is is, is one of my favorites, and and Did you see the battle. 
and I did I did see the DJ Premier and uh, Riza Battle. Um, those are two of my favorites. Like those are hands down. That's that mm-hmm. that's my Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. If you were to ask me, that's that's my Jordan and Piven. Right. And okay, okay. so with that being said, um, like. DJ Premier had a track where he teamed up with Janet Jackson and or or and and he teams up with Craig Davis and he has these hip hop R and B songs but they still sound like hip hop. To me, Tim, what made Timberland good was he made these R and B tracks and you had to be like, wait, that was Timberland? He yeah. made that like he was producing for Aaliyah. He was producing for like, you know what I'm saying? So like, well, like Diddy was doing that too, but you knew what Diddy you knew. The Diddy sound. Well, Diddy, Diddy had a team yeah, of yeah. guys that were doing it for him. He wasn't yeah. actually doing it. They were called the hit makers or something, and they yeah. were doing the shit in the background. He would just yeah, slap was, his name on it. And yeah, you, it wasn't you really. might get a credit or something, but it's yeah. buried. But, like, yeah, like, uh, I was going to say, Timberland, this guy, nah, he, he, he was wild. Timberland Tim was wild. That whole, that whole Virginia say, sound. off your shoulders. Have you ever seen that clip of Jay Z? Yeah, of first it's, it's epic. Like that's how I, that's why I rate him because what he how he made Jay Z. But if you like, hear the bangers before he had, there's that one track from Ludacris too that he that Ludacris has taken from Timbo. Like he gave him bangers way before that whole the the Black album is and that's another good documentary. That I would you say Jay Z's the goat? Is he the Jordan of Jay-Z rap? Jay Z is the Jordan of rap. You know, yeah. especially since if you want to just put a monetary value on it. They're both billionaires. You know what I mean? So it's like... But also affected the game. So there's this whole debate about why NBA players are not loyal. I blame that on Jay-Z because Jay-Z installed this whole mentality on new kids that like, yo, you don't have to be part of the record company. You can be the record company. You don't have to be part of the label. You can be the label. You don't have to be part of the brand. You're the brand. So Mm -hmm. that's what Jay-Z installed into this new generation. And that's why I think that also affected the NBA. And he stole the baddest bitch in the game. Yeah. And and he was just like, yo, Beyonce, like lead singer, like, yo, come. And he cheated on her. That's how he knows. Like, yo, you think I still give a fuck about this pussy? I'm, I'm still like, big pimping. Like crazy. I will have your little. Sister. I can lose B and still have B B's in my in my bank account. Like yeah. it's not a problem. Like her net worth is is cute. It's yeah. cute. And, you know, <laughs> and there was that whole and there was that whole like, and there was that whole uh, debate whether he was fucking Rihanna on the side. I'm like that's even that's even crazy. if that's true. Even if it's not, even I don't if, care if it is true or it's not true. The fact that. You know, they were that close and people like may, may have been wondering. Yeah, well, The fucked probably, up thing was, it's like everybody... But here's the crazy thing was once they started hooking up, everybody's like, Beyonce, really? Jay-Z, that ugly motherfucker? You could do so much better. And now Jay-Z's like, really? Y'all, y'all doubted me? You thought I couldn't get any pussy better than this? But in terms of the greatest, yes. In terms of, M- <laughs> in terms of NBA to, to rap, Jay-Z yeah. is... is, he, is. He, is he is it. To, he, a, to my a, opinion, Jay Z is the uh, the goat of of it all. And um, okay, so let's get right into what we came here to talk about. And this is what um, the the last dance, man. Everybody's talking about the last dance. You watched the whole thing? Watched it all. Watched it with my boy. Shout out to Ken. Yeah. How, how did you? Uh, what was the one thing that that you took away from that? Like, what was the one thing where you're like, yeah. You know. The one thing I took out of it is to be great, 
you have to sacrifice everything. Be consistent. You have to sacrifice everything. And Jordan, that one clip where Jordan says, they didn't know, they didn't go through what I went through. They didn't have to sacrifice what I went through. And it shows the clip of him, you know, trying to block, actually does block the guy, jumps so high, comes down, hurts his near his ankle, whatever it was. It's like, no. And yeah, that's what I took from it. It, it does take a lot of, lot of sacrifice. Um, my son, he's trying to get into um, sports. And he's a Fil- he's Filipino. God bless his soul. So he's not blessed with the most tall, most height, you know. But anybody will tell you in elementary school, the Filipino kids will rock your ass. You just right before the growth spurt, that's when shit goes. You know what I mean? We we, we could keep up with anybody before right. a growth spurt. Exactly. But when the growth spurt hits, that's why that's why you ever go you ever see a school team, a school basketball team, all the Filipino kids are in are on the team in the elementary school. But then you, then you get to high school, they're not on the team no more. But at least it's not like the states where like a twelve year old looks like a twenty five year old. We're in Canada. That's because like that. all their fucking shitty GMOs they put in their yeah, food. So like much, there's just yeah. so much uh, mute the vending mute. machines of it, like right outside your door. Like, Dude, there, there's there's I was reading this thing about what they have, what they can and can't put into their into their fucking um, food, and there's like you know they have. You know, I think Canada we have like like over like three hundred thousand things that you can't put in our food, yeah. and theirs is like it's like twelve hundred things, just twelve hundred, just like no, nah, we whatever you want, yeah, yeah, no, nah, you good man, you can dip that in sewer water if you want. Yeah, no, it's true, and kind of going on to like large children, which is a weird segue, but did you hear that NCAA might start actually? Paying the players. It's about damn time. It's Come about on. damn time. Come on. It's it's nuts because they're there for them. Like they sell the tickets the for them. Thing. That's like a, that's like a performer. Like that's like me doing stand up comedy in a, mm. in a fucking. And this is like sixteen thousand people. These these stadiums. Yeah. Right. For LeBron's games, they had to move it out of the high school gym into the Ohio Buckeyes because there was just too many people and like how much fit like 13,000 you think like 12,000 10,000 like and they're all paying they're all paying for tickets concession jerseys you know what I mean memorabilia paying for autographs they have the kids sit there and sign autographs and so you know something needs to be done I don't I I didn't I didn't look up I heard I saw the headline but you know let's pray for our, our kids in America that are, are you know and that's another thing I took away yes you're right you're absolutely right. Let's get them to some money. Um, but that's another thing I took away from the whole uh, documentary of, of the Jordan thing. Sorry, man. I think I just recently, I think I asked on your shit. We're smoking here. We're getting alive. But the thing I noticed was they talked about him getting cut from school. Remember? The, the infamous, the mm. most famous quote, oh, Jordan got fucking, right. he never made his school team. Mm. And then you find out it was because he was 5'9". And then he had a fucking four-inch growth spurt, and he was what six three or something, six two after. If you interview the coach, he's like, "I would do it again." Like, what do you, what do you, what do you mean? Like, yeah, I, he was. Whether he became Jordan or not, like he just wasn't there yet. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, he Maybe wasn't. He there. made him become Jordan, not made him, but you know, it's like Jordan said, he need, just needed an excuse. He just so needed a little reason, little reason to just snap. Just snap. But another thing was, even when they interviewed him, they're like, he wasn't there yet. But he's like, yeah, he grew. Six to four, and that was a huge factor. He was six one after. He goes, that was a huge factor, and why? And then myself, I'm like, so really, he was just wasn't tall enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? He wasn't Filipino. Like he's like he had a chance. That's yeah. the that's the struggling story of a Filipino. You yourself, you're a black guy. How yeah. tall are you? I'm like six 
Like 6'2". 6'2". And that's what? Average for a black dude? Seems like. Do you have, yeah. a, you have a brother? No, you have I a sister. Know. You talk to girls and they're like, they're like, oh, there's so many like uh, short guys in Toronto. There's so many short, short black guys. I'm like, where? Like, I don't know. Like, all my, all my friends that are black, they're like, I'm looking to them eye to eye. Some of them are bigger than me. Maybe it's just because that's who I. I don't. Oh, I think they're just talking about regular guys. I think they, they always say girls that are guys that try to chop them, right? Like guys that step to them are short. And I don't think that's the case. Like obviously, tall guys step to you too. Like it's a false narrative that you're throwing out there. Yes and no. I think there's more confident to shorter guys than there are tall guys. Because mm-hmm. as a taller guy, you don't. A wise man once told me a tall, taller guy's. Uh, it's easier to fight a taller guy because he don't fight that much. Because everybody assumes he fights a lot. Because yeah. he's a big guy. Yeah. But the shorter guy is always, always the guy you don't want to fight. Because he's been fighting. Yeah, yeah, he's been having yeah. to prove himself. The whole time. <laughs> you know, his whole Will's, life. Will's, Will's the so that's why I, th- I think in terms of like the whole like um, guys trying to holler. I, I do believe that a lot of shorter guys... As a shorter guy myself, I had to be. I can't speak on. I had to be the chihuahua. You don't know what it's like to be in my body. I don't know what it's like to be like you know short, shorter, but it doesn't really matter in the end of the day. What the fuck does height mean? You know what I mean? In terms of sports, I I think it does mean a lot, and that's what we're talking about. In terms of sports, in terms of sports, it does. That's why Muggsy Bogues is like. He's he's my hero, Spud Webb. (laughs) Can you dunk up this because? Dominique Wilkins. I literally wanted to become a rapper and call myself Stud Web, and uh, Stud Web. Bro, <laughs> Stud Web. Came up with that back in the day. <laughs> Yo, that's a good one. Or like just a rap <laughs> rap <laughs> album. Yo, Stud Web. <laughs> Yo, Yo. <laughs> I always. Stoudemire too. He's you know five ten. Five ten. Killing it for the Raptors. You know? Not gonna lie, Rookie my 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 player on NBA two K is a five ten point guard. So. And he dunks. So who's the shortest guy in the NBA right now? It's like Pereira. <laughs> is it Isaiah Pereira? Thomas? He was five nine. He got picked up. Isaiah Thomas got picked up. I don't think he got picked up. I don't think he got picked up. But okay. so let's talk about the gold talk now. Let's talk about this. Is LeBron better than Michael Jordan? Oh no. If if and here's a here's here's three questions I want to ask you. Is LeBron better than Jordan? And if LeBron played in Jordan's era, do you think he would, like, you know? Okay, all we can do is, is look at the facts and <laughs> what's, what's before us. I mean, we do have a lot of clips of Jordan complaining, yes, on yeah. the court. But yeah. he kind of just shuts up after that. Yeah. And, but he's also complaining after he just got, like, football tackled by a Pistons team who collectively agreed... To just knock him on his ass. Put him on his ass. That's, yeah. that's the Jordan Put him on rule. his ass. Jordan Rule. We got it right there. I seen that. I, you got the book. Jordan, Jordan rules. rules. I got it right here. Jordan Rules. In, the inside that. story of a turbulent season with Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. They talk about this book in the documentary. Yeah, I seen that. Sam he Smith. caused the fucking ruckus. Yeah. But, okay, like I said, look at the facts. The next side of the facts are we have LeBron James crying about little flicks to his eyelid. And, and and crying and, and looking at the ref and, and don't get me wrong he's dominant he's, he's big he, and he gets fouled he does but I don't know if he could have stood up to the Pistons even to the Pacers well I think here's the thing I definitely here's the I definitely do think he could have I think he's he's physically he's physically built like a monster I think that mentally he's not 
built for the way because he is a different era. You know what I mean? He was the superstar, and the NBA. Picture this: you're 18 years old, and the NBA's feeding you like butter. You're basically like a fucking wagyu steak. You're a cow right now. You're getting fed, bro. He's getting juiced up. So when things are not going away, he's gonna cry about it. The yeah. only thing is, is, is I must say about LeBron is, is he's has handled the pressure like a like a, a fucking gentleman. Like he's, he's the like he still has he has no fucking uh, sexual assault charge. No, 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 no Kobe sexual assault charge. No gambling, Michael Jordan fucking shit. He's no, he's been like clean. That. The only thing everybody's ripping on him is his fucking hairline and him not winning. I've never you've never heard him yeah. knock any of his personal life, which is what I get. Give LeBron credit for, but um, the one thing though is Le- LeBron Jordan never fucking flopped. LeBron flops all the time. There's time. Yeah. There was a series against the Raptors where he's just tumbling on the court, just flopping his way. It's like yeah. you're the biggest guy. Yeah, on the court, dude. Jordan was some of the ones that weren't called a foul. Some of his greatest clips were fouls, and he just scored it like with his offhand fading away. You know, doing what he had to do. You know. Traversing through such a freaking dominant defense that was like all geared toward him. You heard them. You heard them in the documentary. We all knew he was going to fucking shoot it. Everybody yeah. fucking knew. Last shot of his career. Bam. That's it. He hit the fucking shot. And he yeah. didn't push. Well, that's another. We'll talk about the push later. But. I think. I think. That's not really. I don't think like that they say it is a push, but I don't think it is. It was guided. It's, he, was, he was playing defense. He was playing defense tight, and when you play... If anybody who knows plays basketball, your offhand is maneuvering the other guy. Yeah. That's all it is. Your yeah, offhand is maneuvering the other guy from not taking the ball. So he... And he, and he, cut he so slammed... Yo, yeah, yeah. He, he slammed, slammed on the brakes. He slammed on the brakes. Like, that guy couldn't, couldn't take the slam. Yeah. You know what I mean? And phew, the rest is history. But... Well, he shot it. But then... In terms of... Back to, back to what you asked, Jordan, 100%. He's the greatest of all time. There's nobody that has, you know, come in with such a clear cut. It's like he said in the documentary, everybody can talk shit when you're up by six or when the game's, you know. The game's on the line, yeah. When you're already up. But nobody can, he talked shit before, like at the beginning of the game, like when he saw you in the, in, below. And the, the infamous clip where he says, fuck you to uh, to uh, Bird. Yeah. You bitch. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah. It's like. He couldn't have said that earlier on in his career because his goal was to become better than Bird, better than Magic, uh, and he accomplished that. No, but didn't Bird say "fuck you, bitch" to him? What? Yeah, I, it was. It I was only Bird. One time, I need to. I, yeah, no, I Bird was. Right. Bird was saying <laughs> it to him. Bird was saying, like, oh, "Fuck man, you, bitch. Fuck you, you bitch. beat me. You beat bitch. me." Yeah, but yeah. I mean, okay. I love um, Michael Jordan, but you know, here's the thing about me, man. Uh, as a little guy growing up. In that era, I hated Michael Jordan. Yeah, I was one of these guys. Yo, Kevin Johnson and Charles Barkley, I loved that team with Dan Marley. When right. when 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 know that fucking dunk where Kevin Johnson when he, when he dunks on who's the guy? Was it David Robinson or or Pat? No, no, Akeem Olajuwon. Mm. Right, he fucking dunks on him. I was a little guy. Yeah, you know Isaiah Thomas broken ankle you game in the finals. Get a hype on, yeah. on the couch. So I was hyped for the Phoenix team. And one of my favorite players of all time, he's in my top five. Um, the glove, man. Gary Payton. And you know what? There's something where I watched that series. And, bro, they didn't show this in the documentary, man. Yo, yo, he fucking 
I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Gary Payton locked him up those two games. Right. He was six for nineteen mm-hmm. in the NBA Finals. That's Michael Jordan, bro. You don't yeah. go six for nineteen as Michael Jordan. He got a freaking technical foul. Like should've, I should have been on the whole series. I think Ga- I think Gary Payton doesn't get enough credit, man. To win two Defensive Players of the Year as a point guard, first player to do that. Right. No one gives that guy credit. Right. Um, but in terms of what our original qu- a question was, like the the one thing I want to know is is De- Jordan can definitely hang in this era, but can LeBron hang? In the old era, and I think he. Everybody says no, but I honestly think he could. If he was from that era and he had the skills yeah. that he has now, think about it. If he had that, I was born in the like born in that era, that mentality yeah. type of dude. But and he was just this question. monster. That's what that's what the when you're changing the question is like. Do we take the LeBron as we know him now, throw him back there, let him fend for himself, or are you saying? We're, we're rebirthing LeBron. We're changing his birth date, and he's actually born in a different birth No, no, no. I'm not saying anything. And... I'm not saying anything about the what-ifs. I hate people who argue about what-ifs. Yeah. I'm just saying that um, MJ's the GOAT, and I just don't... I don't think that um, when people say LeBron... Because there's always that image. There's always that thing where, oh, LeBron could kill it now, and LeBron couldn't kill it then. I'm just... Defending the idea that I think, yeah, I think definitely think, I think he, he would. Too, he would kill it. I think that. people were. I mean, there is a few built people, obviously Malone and there's some big guys, but he he, he would have been still a beast. Yeah, back I then. I still think guys like him would have had to adjust and use his body maybe to his advantage more. There's a lot of guys does. where I think they would do really well back then, like him. Um, fucking definitely Kevin Durant. You telling me Kevin Durant wouldn't be able to hang? Kevin Durant, imagine uh, like Aldridge back then, he, doing yeah. what he does now. He just would fit right in. He'd be killing it. But I was having this debate with someone like, do you now with this COVID? Do you do you miss sports? How much do you miss sports? Well, you know, full disclosure, I started sports betting right before <laughs> COVID hit, and you know, I got a three hundred and sixty uh, account. And uh, I was doing pretty good. Good days, bad days. So I was like really into like, it was like, you know, it's like fantasy, having a fantasy team on like steroids because you use your money. Yeah. So you're like really into like every player, how they're doing. And I started getting into something. My friend got me into FanDuel. I started doing FanDuel, which is even cooler. Yeah. So I was really, I was really into basketball. I was loving it. I, was lo- I yeah. already do love, obviously, you know, I love Raptors. I went to the parade. I, yes. I love them since inception, 1995. Yeah, of course. Of course, um, so but um, it's it's it hurts. It yeah. hurts. It's, it's like there's a part of me that's not there. <laughs> it's like there's a part of me that's it has. But what's you know, here's the crazy thing though that I've come to a real life. Cancel your date, Dazen account. Your Dazen account? Yeah. What is that? Uh, it's like this new service. It's like a streaming service. Oh, it's for, just, or, just or, for oh, all for sports. Sports, yeah, you know, like soccer. True, true, football, true. All that shit. You love soccer. Are you a soccer love, guy? I love soccer play growing up. I Who's the go? I don't know anything about soccer. Like, I know nothing about soccer. Like, yeah. I know Pele, Ronaldinho, yeah. Thierry Henry. Yeah. Uh, those are... Zidane headbutt. You know, you know, Zidane headbutt, that was epic. Yeah. I was head everybody. I think, I think, here's the thing. I don't, I don't, who's the GOAT in soccer? Who's the MJ right in soccer? Right now, it's like... No, like, of all time. Of all time? If if they had a soccer shoe and they had, a, like, who you was the what? man? It's funny. I think somebody made an argument to me the other day. They're like, fuck Pele. 
right? And Pele is regarded because he's won the most World Cups and he was yeah. he was a youth. He was like 18, 20 yeah. years old. But they're like, they kind of make the same argument that people try to say about Jordan, but more say it about earlier guys, more like, you know, the 100-point game and stuff is that, Look who you're playing against. They said yeah. Pele was like black and white footage. Or, uh, this is the 50s, 60s. Yeah. Trying to make fun of him. So it's hard, like, you know. But the, the, to that argument, I hate it when people say that. Like, yeah. oh, he didn't, he didn't play with anybody. That's it's not like, the man's fault, though. Not That's fault. not his fault that there yeah. was no competition. You know what I mean? He That's, was born when he was born. He did what he did when he did. And he was the best. So people say he was, he's the best. I, I mean, I've always loved Brazilian soccer. Some of my favorite Brazilians. Soccer players, but right now it's a uh, Mbappe. He's 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 a he's a French kid, and he's he's Mbappe. He's only, he hasn't got his big contract yet, but he's probably gonna break all the records for his next contract if he goes to Real Madrid. Which... The thing about soccer with me is like, I'm not a like, I love soccer. I just think it's funny how like that they put more effort into the celebrations and then and scoring the goal. Like you oh, ever bro, see the hooligans don't even watch they don't come to watch they don't care whether it goes this way or that way, it doesn't matter. They're still warring like <laughs> does it, does it, they came to war like they have you know it's, it's the effort and the passion is for real. It's 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 religion because right. in a lot of those countries, you know, they don't have an in an import or export. You know, soccer is a huge industry and a lot of the town are you a big like UK uh, culture guy like do you know like do you, are you a big fan of like um, mm. Manu like... is my team Manu is my, my you know there's gonna be haters I know my boy Ken is gonna laugh at me he loves Real Madrid but he hates Manu but my team's Manu that's who I watched growing up there's, like, we always had like, soccer Saturday and they would always show Manu and they were killing it when I was like young I don't see Boston. that's the thing I never had any any dive in with soccer it was just like yeah. literally the Portuguese and Italian guys at my school and when, when the World Cup but here's the thing like Filipino as a World Cup dude like yo I pass for anything in the World Cup we're good you know what I mean yeah. it, it happens like I'm fine bro you got but, in the World Cup? no no I mean like I can pretend to be whoever's in yeah. like Argentina, Brazil, Cameroon. <laughs> That's, true. That's true. No one's gonna question if like you, Malaysia, you're like, wait, is like, he Filipino be, though? Yeah. He looks Filipino. Not on the team. Like just like the the thing about the way Filipinos look is like if I start wearing things differently, I can look you different. Could be a cholo right now. Yeah, I could be a cholo. Be a I could be a very I could be a very like if I grow my hair out and like shave my face yeah. and wear like a button up, I could look very oh, Asian. Yeah. Like very agent. That's why my agent loves me. My agent's like, bro, we gotta, we got, dude. Yeah, I could, I, I could audition for fucking. If you, if you really think about it, I could audition for Harold and Kumar. You understand? Yes. Like I could be both dudes. You could be both dudes. That's you the best thing about multiplicity type, <laughs> type deal. You I know mean, what I mean? Yeah. Do like a Medea, like eight characters, some shit like blockbuster. Yeah. Blockbuster. Just kill it. Voices, everything. Uh, the next Tyler Perry, Tyler Pedro. <laughs> Tyler Pedro, Tyler Pedro, Tyler Pedro, Tyler Pedro. First, first movie we're gonna make: the Life and Times of Stud Webb. <laughs> the first but, dance. The first stud dance with Stud Webb. Stud Webb. But who is back to this basketball thing now? Yeah. Who do you? Who is the closest? If LeBron's not Jordan, who's the closest thing to Jordan in your opinion? That's playing right now. Closest to Jordan. I, I, I have like an answer. Since, Since Michael Jordan. You know, it be controversial. And, you know, say it's, it. Because it's, I might be there. I want to say Paul George. 
Because it's it's about the defensive end, and Paul George has turned into no, such a I'm great not, defensive player. How can I, I don't mean God, but he's not the most godlike like him. But. I don't know how you can say that when you watched the Raptors last season, and this is why I'm saying I said this. Yo, I honestly think there was why there was I? shadows of Kawhi. Why, why? Kawhi Leonard was had some they're Jordan moments. Right he had Our some two Jordan. answers. They're playing together. Right yeah, now. but exactly. But he had some Jordan moments. How many times did we see last year in the season when it was like a or, or it was like big, a. Jordan moments where yeah. he put his head down. He put and, his head down. He would yeah. do the palm fake. Yeah, and then he would just take over. And yeah. you were like, "Yo, that's that's Jordan." If he if he missed a shot, you're like, the next one's going in. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't miss back to back. Like he he was our most confident, our most executed uh, player on the court. And just like Jordan rules. Kind of the, his own team, Jordan Rules, is like give the ball to Jordan. You know what I mean? And and he'll do the rest. And Kawhi was that dude, but on both ends. But that, and you're right. Because that's what I remember when I was a kid seeing Jordan play. It was so godlike about him. It was just like. But now you watch Kawhi. But like now you're, you, as someone who watched Jordan as a kid, and then yeah. I'm watching Kawhi. Like I, I was there at the Portland game. So I'm Portland. a big, I'm a big Dame fan too. I love Dame. That's the dude right there. Yeah. Um, and we uh, watched the fucking the game. I told my son, uh, thirteen at the time last year, we want we want to watch uh, that game, and that and he did the same shot. Remember yeah, that he did yeah. the same shot in the same corner. He did. He did. Uh, you were and, there. And, yeah, yeah, I was there. I was watching it, Jeez. and 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 Kawhi took over the fourth quarter there, and I and I and I, mm-hmm. I nudged my son. I told you, this is the closest thing you'll have. To watching a Michael Jordan type moment because he would take over. This is what put, Vince was supposed to do. Yeah, this was been supposed to do. But Vince, I don't give a fuck, man. Vince made and went out like a bitch. But when he was here, man, when he was here, man, it, he cre- he created a new culture too. The, the, the fact that he left on bad terms doesn't mean that what he did on good terms when he was with us doesn't mean it shouldn't be cherished. Like I hate it. Like like we're just bitter. Like. Like old girlfriends, it's like, yo, bitch, I gave you six years of good memory. Stop remembering that one year. Like, come on, man. The I team- don't even know if Vince can even like really even come back to the city like that. Like, it's it's Toronto people are are hurt. They were they they they'll forever be 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 hurt over one shot. You know, it is. No, it is, I, it I is. think it's all done now. I think as a Toronto fan, I love the Raptors, but like, look, man, we progressed without him. It was a start. He he ended like a bitch, but he gained nothing. Vince, Look. Vince, reach reach out to the podcast. Like, <laughs> if you're out there, no, no, but uh, yeah, like the the, the wounds, I'm, the wounds have been here. the the wounds, the wounds are still there. You got scars, but they're close scars now. And I think mm. that the Vince Carter thing was because he came back in New Jersey and he dummied us with that fucking stupid long bomb buzzer beater. Mm-hmm. And he just, and he was just a piece of shit. Yeah, he was dunking. Dunking yeah, again. That's the was, thing. Yeah, he was like, he's like, Duncan's overrated. He said, yeah. I'm going to slow down on my dunks. Like, what, fam? Like, you're the best dunker in the world. But like, it's like Jordan like retiring. Like, you're retiring your dunks, fam? Like, yeah, but are you Vince, serious? Vince. And then and then you go over to the Nets and you're like, ping, pong, bang. Boom, yeah, man. He doesn't want fucking kid. dunks over Alonzo Morning. He dunked himself out because, like, after that, it was just like, I don't know. It was like a wrap. But I think, here's the thing about that. I think I think I think he was trying to think of his his health, right? He was like, if I'm yeah, carrying this Raptor team, who are next biggest stuff. I still scored two points without like. You know. Dude, the starting point guy on one time was like Rafer Alston. We were fucked up, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was not a good team to be on. You got to remember that team. I got a funny story about Rafer. 
So, uh, shout out to my boy Simon, but shout out to my boy Sai. But one time we were at a, a club downtown, you know, back when Richmond, all that shit was, yeah, was yeah, popping, yeah. popping, popping. I think it was called Time, Time Nightclub. With a Y? <sighs> yeah. Boy, yeah. DJ was spinning two records, whole nine. Um, some, the song that came on was uh, East Side Boys. It was like, if you don't give a, I don't give a, yo, this this guy just took his drink, just threw it on my boy, threw it all over his clothes. I was like, nah, nah, I ain't having it. Went, rushed him, was caught in a fight. Huge ass security guys come and grab me. I'm like, fuck, bro. Like, Trying to stand <laughs> up for my bro. They're like, you gotta go. It didn't even take us out the front door. It took us out the back door, side door, out to this alley. We're getting thrown out. I see this white Rolls Royce fucking suicide doors. It's Rafer in like a fucking fur coat guitar. And like, I'm getting thrown out like, wow, you, like Jeffrey, you, like, like, ah, like, like jazz, like, jazz, sorry. In, in yeah, like, ah, like literally. And like, I see Rafer and he's like shaking his head and he goes into the club. And I was like, yo, I'm out. I was really, <laughs> you know, I was like, you know? Yeah, you were probably. We Rafe was coming in, in the rate, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, was that was crazy. like what? Early 2000s. So yeah. That, we could have been like time. 19. It was a different time. Eight, 19, 20 years old. Yeah, we're young punks, man. Bro, lucid. Lucid. lucid nightclub yeah man when we went to lucid nightclub together oh, that God. was that, that was, was tough that was tough um vince was partying out here all those days bro yo shout out to uh mona lady luck lady luck entertainment mona she hooks all those nba players Shaq when he was in town all that stuff they love Trump. yeah man my uh my cousin used to work at inside nightclub or yeah his oh, nightclub yeah. and it was it was popping like crazy that place used to be dope um mm. but um so back to sorry man I always like sidetrack I just I just want to get into uh, it's, to, it's, to, to this last topic now. Um, okay. Yeah. So fuck. The last thing I want to talk about though was I love doing this with people. Um, let's do uh, starting five. I got this the game that I play. Starting five. Mm. You're starting five, but non-black people of all time, non-black NBA players. Non-black NBA players is a hard game to play. Shout out to my homie Kevin Cameo. We went on on the road, and uh, he's a comedian out in the Bay Area. We were we were doing some road gigs together, and he invented this game to kill time while we were waiting to do shows and just killing time and just shit. So it was non non-black pl- players. So I'll give you my starting five plus a six man. Um, number one is Jason Williams. White Chocolate is my point guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, two is Manu Ginobili, my shooting guard. Manu Ginobili. That's nice. Right? Nice. Small forward. Larry Legend. Of course, you got to go with Larry Bird. Mm-hmm. Power forward. Disco Dirk Nowitzki. Nice. You have to. And the center, Mark Gasol. Because, you know, Mark Gasol won it with the Raptors. Got to put him on it. You know, even though he wasn't in his prime, but in his prime, I'm talking about all time in their prime. This is what I do. And my sixth man would be uh, AK 47, Andre Karolanko. What up, though? That's the nice, fucking Russian nice, bomber. Nice. Boom. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, you had, uh, you had some of the players that I would pick too. I had uh, Steve Nash. Steve you know, Nash. Point guard. You know, I'm going to have to put in, you know, my boy Stojakovic. I love the Page. I love, that. I love those Kings teams, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, Paige Stojakovic, he's, he's, yes. This is a sniper. I got Dirk in there. I got Larry Legend. Um and center, I don't like um you know, 
You just have to Porzingis up in there. Christoph Porzingis, yeah. He can be a center. He he, no, center. he's definitely a center. You know what I mean? Like, let's, let's give the young money sniper, like, you know, a chance to be great. Let's go. I'm looking looking forward to that kid, you know? Christoph Porzingis? Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan. Of, yeah, I'm a big fan. A Luka Doncic. Luka the Don. Yeah, he's the on Don. the bench for sure. And coming right shout out to his mom. Have you seen this guy's mom? Bro, Curry's mom eats your heart out. Luka Doncic's mom. That's not. Even, that looks like that's not even, That's like a joke, bro. That she's l- a basketball mom. I like to. <laughs> that's funny that we did that together. Mm-hmm. That's like we knew. Um. All right. So yeah. who's who's your top five now though in the league playing? Okay, who's your top five of all time? Mm. And who's your top five in the league playing? Start with the in the league playing right now. In the league playing right now, like, man, I'm just, I feel like I'm just going to say a bunch of Raptors. Like, not, but that's a whole other question. But, like, in all reality, right now, point guard, let's go with, you know, on my team, I want, like, Dame in there at point. Dame. You know. Dame's uh, dope. It doesn't even have to be the position. It's like. You know, the position. I want PG. I like, I love PG. PG. He's a two-way player. I would want him definitely on my team. You know what I mean? Uh, center. Bro, I gotta go with uh, I gotta go with my homeboy out there in LA, fucking this, AD. Yeah, the brow. AD, bro, the brow is the the truth. Because let's remember, the Lakers were oof, they were not selling putting butts in seats before this. Yeah. And, uh, now they're killing it. Now, now they, they were they killing it. That sucked. They they were, they were supposed to win a champ. That's the thing. They were supposed to win a champ. Th- yeah, I they think... got side they got sidetracked. You know, it's and I thought you know they what were I read def- too. Everybody's healthy now. Everybody got to rest up, and the people that were like in, like. Basically, teams are just coming back with all 100%. We're all, like, kind of all healthy, you know? Like, it's yeah. going to be interesting. So, now that's what I want to bring up. If a player were to except come... KD. KD, except for KD and Clay Thompson, right? Like, those, those guys with the ACL shits, the, with the big tears. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, let's say those guys are healthy. Yeah. Would there be an asterisk on this season if someone won? Like, like because Charles Barkley or Shaq says something like, whoever wins this season... Is there's an asterisk? Is there either are they gonna have a new season? Like that's the question. Like let's say they yeah. do continue the season. Mm. Um, you know, is there an asterisk because everybody's healthy now? So is there or is there not? Well, I heard you talking on your other episode, but basically, yo, we're having another parade. You know, no gunshots this time, but yeah, Raptors have another happening. Parade. It's gonna be a post quarantine slash yo, isn't it? This times that we were supposed to be winning anyways. Like last yeah. year, we were like winning the championship right around no. Come June or something. And we would have made it out the East. I'm not shitting you. We would have made it out the East. But the Bucks were playing like crazy. The Bucks were playing like crazy. Yo, yo, yo. You know who's coming. You know who's coming. You know who's coming. Giannis. Giannis is coming. Trust him aside. That's all I have to say. If I have to say anything, trust him aside. And I think, you know what, man? Dude, he likes it here. He loves it here, man. And and he wants to team up with Bro, Pascal. Did you see the all-star pick when it was the two captains? And it yeah. was LeBron. And it was Giannis. It was Giannis. And he was he picked like Lowry, he picked Siakam. And, and nobody talks about this clip, but LeBron sat there and he goes, damn, those were going to be my first two picks. And it was two Raptors. So, you know, we're, we're the talk of the town, like low-key. The players know. You know what I mean? Even if the publicists and the people that are printing stuff and putting news out there... Want to clown us? Trust me. LeBron knows. He, 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 he don't have to. When he did what he did, LeBron to and all that, it wasn't easy. 
He knows it wasn't easy. He knows how good we are. He knows how well coached we are. Right now, we're well balanced. So, yeah, I think you're right. What could have came out of the East, you know? Definitely could have. I, I, I like um, Masai. I think he's the, he's, he's, you know, I believe that dude, the Messiah. Then I heard another uh, question because I'm on all the Facebook groups, but somebody said, what would you rather, Giannis or Masai? Like, if you had to, like, lose Masai and gain. Um, would you keep Masai? Right now, um, I, would, I would probably just. Take Don't Giannis. You need Masai to get. Yeah, actually, no. Yeah, you need because Masai will always find another Giannis. Yeah. But at the same time, you he's know what I mean. Like at the same charity work. But yeah, but yeah, but Giannis right now is is unbelievable. He's at a, you see the All Star game, right? He just he's not so, even final form. He just pinned. He's not even. He final. pinned LeBron on a layup. He reminded yeah. LeBron. He's like, oh, dog, your time's done now, man. Mm. Like I'm here now. Yeah. I'm like, coming, bro. He's like a monster, like for real. It looks like a real monster. But okay, like okay, let's let's close off on these finals. These final thoughts sure. is so now Giannis is coming, LeBron's ending. Um, like if let's say he wins, let's say he if he wins, uh, does he have enough to win more championships? What is he on? If he wins this, he's four, right? No, he's is he is he four? Yeah, he's only on three. Yeah, yeah. so he's yeah, so he's got to win like what, four to to beat Jordan. Yeah, that's not happening. I don't think he's got four years left. Do you think he's got four years left, LeBron? No. Well, they're talking about maybe his son might be in the league at the same time of, time as him. Like, it's a possibility if he plays on some Vince Carter type years. Like it could happen. I don't know if his son's going to go to the league. His son seems weak to me. You know. I, I think know. his son's only going to go in the league because he's LeBron James' son. Yeah, like yeah, you know Le- I mean, LeBron came up so much harder. I don't know. That's a whole another subject for another day but some of these kids like Shaq's kids and stuff I'm like yo it takes you're a not me- looking like you're a, pop yeah a mediocre <laughs> son a mediocre NBA player you're always produces a good son yeah like Del Curry produced a really good son you know what I mean yeah yeah and who else fucking uh, like even what like Larry Nance Isn't that like, guy there's he- like three brothers in the league right now and they're all oh a holiday the holiday is the holidays yeah Drew Holiday it's like bros Justin Holiday like yeah. yeah shout out to those you know imagine being imagine being the parent of those those kids you're you're all three of your sons are in the NBA lottery it's like jackpot that, not that, even just money wise but just you know what I mean just excellence and just looking like you guys all you know because that's what people don't understand is like oh they say these these millionaires. Dude, it's so easy. It doesn't come as easy as them. You know how many people? You know how many people there's and and the NCAA that just yeah. don't make it in the draft. There's only 450 people in the league to begin with, and then there's only so many people that get drafted. 30, 60 people, and you know, yeah, it's not it's, easy. It's, it's not, not easy. easy. A lot of people have to go and become. You're you know, one in a million chance to get this opportunity. Some people go and become police officers. Some people go and work at Walgreens. Like, what are you gonna do? Become an accountant? You didn't like make it to the league. Yeah, Sorry. I, I don't. You may go to Europe. Like, don't get me wrong. You go to Europe, make some money, but now here's here's the thing about athletes, though. What I don't agree with is they're always gonna perform. Like, as a performer myself, they're always gonna perform to sold out seats to yeah. a big theater. And it's like sometimes you don't deserve it, bro. You know, like like the Leafs. Look at the Maple Leafs, man. These guys have been sold. 
these seats are fucking hard to get, and they ha- they barely make it to the playoffs. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, how can you... <laughs> you would never pay $400 a ticket to watch Celine Dion with no asset. voice. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, yeah. It's an appreciating asset that doesn't depreciate. It makes absolutely no sense. The biggest sports scientists will never be able to figure it out. Toronto's yeah. market for the Toronto Maple Leafs is, is highly inflated and ridiculous. It's so stupid. It doesn't make any type of sense. There's, I, there's glass in front of me. I can't even yeah. see the fucking surface first of yeah all. i can't see the players faces like it's not that it's know. it's just terrible it's, it's terrible it's different basketball is that sport it's up close it's visceral you can see them you can see them cursing you can see them doing their shit and uh you know but uh, you're right fuck them at the end of the day you know it's entertainment <laughs> it's, it's entertainment it's, it's, it's entertainment we do need it to a degree but uh, and, and, are, what are they doing in and, this time? Are they, 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 they contributing? Are they giving up gas masks? Or yeah, exactly. Masks and N95 masks, sorry. Uh, you know, are, are you, you know... Like, listen, here's the thing about that, too. Like, yeah, well, it's crazy. Like, you, you're built in a physical form to help society. As People look at you as superheroes, but now the world is in danger, and you're literally useless without that a ball kid, in your hand. That kid thinks you're his hero, but both his parents are laid off. Yeah, both and, his parents yeah, are laid off. You gave him a shoe. Uh, congratulations. Yeah. The last game. What's he going to do with your shoe? Yeah, his grandfather... He tried, it on, he tried it on eBay. Nobody wants it, bro. Like <laughs> His grandfather can't even get to the bed yeah. because he's on a ventilator. He needs someone with your physical attributes to help him carry that. But you handed the motherfucker shoes. Like, literally, you're a superhero without the superhero fucking skills. Like, you have the body and the belt. The world's in shambles. Yeah. And you hear just... X-Men, like, Magneto just took their skills from them right now. And yeah. you see them, it's like you said, they're just playing, like, 2K. Uh, ba- like yeah, my episode. Yeah, I was talking about how and they're playing like, that. What are they doing? They're giving us peeks into their life. And it's like, bro, you're not even doing anything. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. You should be, like, giving me a peek into your life. You're just doing TikToks with your kids. Like, I thought you'd be out or doing something. Yeah, Anyways, no. Yeah. You know, shout out to that. But, oh, I was going to say, shout out to my boy, who I said was going to be a fucking star, and I battled people on friggin' Facebook, of all places, comments about how they were saying Zion is overrated, and he just plays against little white kids, and he never makes the L. And they were, I'm like, oh, stop I, picking I, I, fun of This kid was like 13 or 14 at this time. And, I, bro, shout out to him, because he paid every... I, I, Pretty sure it was everybody's salary for like two or three months of the stadium of uh, New Orleans. Yeah, they paid the staff out of his own paychecks. So yeah, that good for him, man. You know, I thought I was gonna see more of that. I thought it was actually. I never read any other headlines after that. I thought it was gonna spark something. It was like no, just Zion. Yeah, it's true. Zion actually, it's true. he's the only one doing that. And but he's the- a rookie. So, yeah, so shout yeah. out to him and changing the world. But that's what it takes to be to be a superhero, and that's just Keith in it real here. This is what we got. That's that what we got here, and that's what yeah. that's, and that's what it takes, man. And yeah, bro. So, but that's how we uh, Keith the real at the Keith the real podcast. Thank you, Will Power, for rolling through. Thank you, my dude. Um, this was dope. Uh, you had a good time. Did you have a good time. Good. Had a great time. This was fun. We but yeah, man. But uh, thanks to all the listeners, man. This was fun. This is Keith the real podcast with Keith Pedro um, that was fun I am Jerry Krause and that was it man yo but thanks again to, uh, shout out to Will Power uh, follow him on my Instagram underscore Will with one L Power with no E you'll find you'll find you'll find I'll tag him on the Instagram post of, of the video so uh, check out the episode episode 5 Keith the Real Podcast peace